Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. Bank of America researcher Mark Cabana tells Yahoo Finance, Wall Street is speculating about the duration of the uh, Fed's interest rate hikes. If you're the Fed, they're trying to say, no, no, we're going to be on hold for a long time. Higher for longer is the narrative that they've been running with. The only problem is that the market doesn't see higher for longer as credible because they're pricing such an extreme amount of cuts. So even though the Fed is saying higher for longer, the market is saying, yeah, 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 we know you're going to be cutting at some point. We trust that you're going to be cutting quite meaningfully. And then that's what's been easing financial conditions. It seems to me like a lot of uncertainty, a lot of speculation. I don't think people out there want their retirement based on speculation. So, Jim, what are you seeing now? What is your game plan as we're getting ready to, to jump into 2023 here? And speculation is, is the key word there, and that's a great way to describe it. I mean, there's just hundreds of reports out there from the, the talking heads who are all, they're saying all sorts of things about what the Fed could possibly do. You know, for example, is the, is the Fed going to keep raising interest rates higher and higher and higher like they did in the, in the early 1980s? Um, you know, every, every time they have a meeting every several weeks, are we just going to keep hearing about these three quarter of a point in, uh, hikes? Um, or maybe they're just going to raise them one or two more times and then just keep them high. Uh, you know, at, at those levels for a year or two years or three years or four years. It, it's anyone's guess at this point. And to, to try to, you know, forecast what direction they're headed with, with these rates is really just an act in futility, in my opinion, because, it, look, we don't want to have to stare at the television and, you know, or just watch these news reports, you know, waiting on every move of the, of the Fed to mm-hmm. figure out if we're going to be able to retire comfortably off of our investments. Because, you know, really, when you think about it, what kind of lifestyle is that, depending on interest rates to to figure out if we can retire? Right, Chris? It's pretty uh, it's a pretty rocky way to go. And the Fed interest rate hikes, it kind of reminds me of a pot of water and they've been waiting for it to boil. And, and so they just keep, you know, turning up the temperature, keep keep, keep raising it to, to, you know, high heat or whatever without really letting it take place. And I, I feel like we're in a situation here where uh, they may be overcorrected and it's going to boil over pretty soon. It, it could be. Um, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the, the next few months are really going to be telling. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the main ways that I've been helping my clients in the meantime is really just, you know, especially over the past year with this uh, new interaction of these these uh, these higher levels of inflation is just really to make sure that folks are really well balanced with their with their savings. We, we've seen this technology sector and the growth stocks that they're usually hit the hardest when interest rates rise, um, especially as high as they've been uh, they've been rising. So we want to make sure that for the folks that are in their late 50s or early 60s, mid 60s, folks in their 70s, even we want to make sure they're not too heavily weighted in those types of investments because they could really c- continue to be negatively impacted by these higher interest rates or the continued higher interest rates, especially. And sometimes it's it's not easy for me as an advisor to in trying to point out to some people that, yeah, you actually have those types of high-risk investments because sometimes people, they have these these mutual funds in their portfolio and they don't even realize what the mutual funds mean, you know, they what the title of that mutual fund means, like capital growth opportunities. I mean, it's just riddled with things that are interest rate sensitive. 
I, I had one guy come into my office a few months ago. He was telling me, oh, Jim, don't worry. I'm a conservative investor. I, I have a, I have around 20 different mutual funds. I'm spread out all, all across the board. <laughs> and, and when I, t- and so that was his definition of conservative, just being diversified. Mm-hmm. So when I took a deeper look at his portfolio, almost all of his mutual funds were, were stock based. He had large cap, he had mid cap, small cap, international. Um, around 90% of his money was based um, in these mutual funds that were that were stock heavy. So what I did for him, I was able to make some suggestions to help him just balance out his portfolio. And he called me the other day. This guy's sticking my head. Uh, he called me thanking me because the investments that he had a few months ago would have lost quite a bit more in these recent months. And what I did is I, I just helped to, to show him um, also how to get more monthly income out of his portfolio because he was saying he was kind of cutting things a little bit close. A little bit more income would be helpful. And in his case, you know, we didn't realize that um, he, he didn't have any uh, dividend producing mutual funds and ETFs uh, from, you know, big blue chip companies that weren't really in his mix. So we were able to shift around a couple of things here and there, get him out of some of those technology funds, which typically don't pay any sizable dividend or mm-hmm. any dividend at all, into some more big blue chip funds and, you know, dividend producing funds. So now he has, uh, you know, a nice substantial amount of cash flow. Uh, coming in. So um, if you feel like your portfolio, if you're listening out there, you feel like you have maybe too much risk and not enough income, this is just one of the ways I can help out. So give my office a call and we could set up a time to to have a chat and look a little bit deeper. My office number is 610-894-7415 or you can visit my website, retirereadyfg.com and we could set up a time to have a Zoom meeting or come into my Radnor office or my Marlton office. would love to meet you. Again, it can give you a little bit more confidence as you enter into 2023, uh, not necessarily having to be held captive to what the, the government is going to do as far as the interest rate hikes developing an all-encompassing plan. When it comes to diversification, it's really a, a question of, of quality versus quantity. You want to make sure that, that what you have is working for you. And I have to imagine a lot of those mutual funds, when you took a look, were, were probably holding the same things, right? Yeah, there's a lot of repetition when we look at the holdings, the top 10 holdings uh, in about 12 of the mutual funds he had, you know, it was the same. It was the, uh, the you know, Amazon, Apple, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, all the big tech companies. Sure. And I said, look at this duplication that you have. And he, you know, he thought because he was spread out into 20 different funds with 20 different names of the, <laughs> you know, of the mutual funds, he thought that, you know, he kind of did that, you know, little hand motion, you know, you slap your hands. Okay, I'm done. You yeah. Know, after you kind of cleaned up and you walk out. But um, yeah, he was anything but diversified. And I was really able to help him out. Uh, we, we preserved a good portion of his of his life savings over the past uh, few months. If everything that you thought you knew about your financial future or your retirement plan, the way that you're allocated turned out to not be true, when would you want to find out? I think as soon as possible. And this is where having a second opinion from somebody like Jim Cipriati really comes into play. So if you have questions about your retirement plan as it stands right now, you want a second set of eyes on it. Again, that number six one zero eight nine four. 7415, especially uh, here during the holidays, because apparently a lot of retirement savers not finding a lot of joy during the holiday season, Jim. There's a new survey by Nationwide found that more than half of non-retired investors are, in their words, terrified about their post-retirement futures. Not a great word you want to use uh, in general, especially during the holidays. And a good number of them actually checking their account balances up to three times a week, which seems pretty high. 
Have you had new clients come in that are like that? And, and, and what do you say to, to talk them down, to calm them down a little bit? And, and these surveys, Chris, they always make me laugh a little bit. Uh, you know, when, when the surveys are given during a year or, you know, a time period when the market is booming, you get a very high percentage of people that, you know, feel really confident sure. in, their, in, their, uh, in the market's ability to help with their retirement. And then you give this survey, you know, a few months later and they say, oh, my gosh, you know, really maybe even those same folks. I'm terrified. I don't know if I'm going to be able to retire. So, you know, it, it's that range of emotions mm-hmm. uh, year after year and, and all through different market cycles. We all go through it. We're all the same when yeah. it comes to our money. We all want to we want. Well, well, you all cringe at the at the thoughts of or the sight of losing the money or uh, but we love it when it goes up. Um, but what I'd like to point out here is in this survey, um, um, you know, really, it matches up quite accurately when it comes to to, to men versus women in the statistics, at least in, in my um, personal experience. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it's saying that women are more likely than men to take steps to adjust their portfolios from time to time. And I found that even with the folks that call in uh, to our show here on, on 1210 WPHT, Chris, because the metrics tell us that um, there's slightly more men that li- that listen to WPHT overall, mm-hmm. slightly more than women is what I believe that I read. Um, but I have not found uh, that to be the case in the proportionate number of people that call into our show. There's slightly more women that call in to our show than than men. Mm. And this tells me, um, you know, this has me scratching my head. Hmm, okay, less listeners that are women, but more callers. And it's 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 possible that maybe just a, a greater percentage of women are on top of their finances. Maybe they're they're kind of willing to to ask a professional like myself for a hand with things if they're not sure uh, on doing something themselves. Kind of like how women are more likely to stop and ask for directions, as the saying goes. Oh, yeah. While they're driving, um, you know, that type of thing, Chris. You know, just by listening to the show, whether you're, uh, you know, male or female, it shows that you're serious about about your retirement. You're, you're taking it into account, but actually taking that next step and and, you know, knowing that you need to make a change, that is half the battle or maybe less than half the battle. The, the next step is actually picking up the phone and scheduling a time and and making those changes as they see fit. And I'm not talking and, and I don't think you're talking either, Jim, about, you know, making changes just for the sake of feeling like you have control, actually making uh, quantifiable changes that, that, that will make a difference in the long run. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you think that just one channel over, you know, people could listen to Ace of Base or <laughs> Hootie and the Blowfish, <laughs> but no, they're tuned into to our show because they want to learn. But yeah, there's just a number of, of hot topics for for women when it comes to finances that I've personally been uh, finding some, uh, uh, you know, a niche in, in helping people with over the past 20 years. I'm finding that women are a good deal interested in, in tax planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to make sure that their sons and their daughters, because uh, women being the providers and the caretakers that they are, sons, daughters, grandkids even, um, we want to make sure that their family members are going to get the most they possibly can in the form of their inheritances. Uh, they want to make sure that the IRS gets, you know, really as as little as possible in the form of taxation. Um, women, um, I mean, they're, they're constantly looking to make sure that their families are just getting the most. I, when it comes to savings and, and taxes, that's it's no different because if the money's not going to the IRS, it's staying in the in the in their accounts and it's going to their family members. And, you know, there's those accounts like the Roth IRAs. Don't forget where kids, grandkids, they can inherit those accounts, let the money grow even after mom passes away for an additional 10 years in that Roth without having to pay any tax at all mm. on the on the interest that you earn um, on, in those investments. None of the dividends are taxable. Um, none of the uh, the capital gains are taxable at any point. 
So it's not like it's tax deferred where you pay the tax when you take the money out. There's literally no tax even on the withdrawals when your kids uh, go to take the money out. So let's give an example. So if the kids inherit, um, let's say there's three kids, they inherit $100,000 each, they can let that money continue to grow um, in that Roth that they inherit for another 10 years. So we can grow that money maybe, let's say, to to potentially $200,000 um, that from that original hundred, mm-hmm. and the kids will not have to pay any income tax or any capital gains tax on that entire two hundred thousand dollars. Compare that to a regular IRA, and that, that's where they, if they would have inherited, you know, money from mom's regular IRA or mom's regular four hundred one k, the kids would have to pay tax on the entire two hundred thousand dollars. And remember, when your kids inherit that IRA, the tax that they will pay is going to depend on their income tax brackets. And mm-hmm. in a lot of my listeners, they have really successful kids. I hear the stories. Oh, Jim, my kid is doing this. And my son is managing this. And my daughter is, you know, the head of this. A lot of them have high salaries. Um, and a lot of the same kids are married and, and their spouses also are doing well and have high salaries. So at the end of the day, mom's retirement account could very well end up being taxed at a very high tax bracket thanks to the kids having those high salaries and the kids are going to be forced to take the money out of that regular non-Roth IRA um, over the course of 10 years. So let's look a little deeper into this. If mom passes away, let's say at age 80, okay, mom's 80, uh, passes away, her son inherits the the IRA, uh, he's 55 years old, um, and the, you know, the chances are that the, the son has, you know, a high income from his salary at that time because mm-hmm. a 55 year old is normally at a good place in their career. And the money that's actually received from the IRA is going to get stacked on top of that son's, that son's income. Um, if the money would have been inherited as a Roth IRA, uh, the son could have kept all of that money, not had to share any of it at all with the IRS. Uh, in the form of those income taxes and capital gains and dividends and all of that, uh, those types of taxes. So if you're listening right now and you're realizing, geez, I have way more money in my regular IRA or my regular 401k. I don't have quite as much in my Roth IRA. I might want to look into balancing that out. Now is the time uh, to give my office a call. We don't want to procrastinate on something like this because the tax problem is likely to continue getting worse if you just keep kicking the can down the lane and ignore it. Exactly. And, and I'm happy to run these projections uh, for the folks that call into our show. I do the projections complimentary to see what your tax is likely to look like in your, uh, in your 70s or beyond. Um, so you can get a, a feeling for if pumping money, more money into a Roth is a viable choice for you, Chris. Now, recent market volatility, Jim, has retirement savers seeking safe havens within their 401k plans, for example, stable value, money market accounts, and bonds have been among the most popular choices lately. Uh, that's within the 401ks. Are there options that you can offer outside of a 401k that can provide a way off the market roller coaster, but do better than, you know, money markets? Yeah, and Chris, I've been hearing all uh, sorts of things that people are doing these days, you know, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> in, sure. the, in the past several months, uh, anyways, in light of this market uh, turmoil that uh, we've had the past uh Past year, no one's been really looking at their 401k statements recently, you know, without cringing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's just no way around it. And a lot of people are, are ad- just adding money to their 401ks every two weeks, every time they get a paycheck. So the fresh money coming into the account is kind of masking or camouflaging the, the actual amount that was really lost mm-hmm. this year. 
uh, from a dollar standpoint. I just had a lot of people tell me that they, they, they can't stand to be adding more money into the same 401k that's lost so much. It kind of goes beyond the, the grain of our thinking. You know, why would I want to add to, to something that's going down? And, you know, some 401ks, they're, they're down 25% for the year, uh, which means that a lot of people lost over a quarter of everything they ever put into that 401k, everything they ever earned in that 401k, uh, 25% of all their match money that ever went into their 401k is no, no longer in that account. So, of course, it's unsettling from a psychological standpoint to, to stomach all this. But remember, we don't want to lose sight of the ultimate goal, which is that, look, we need money to fuel all of our expenses throughout retirement. We got to pay our bills mm -hmm. every single month when we're retired. And our social security is not going to be enough income uh, to, to live a meaningful retirement anyway. That leaves it up to us to make sure we have our own savings in place to make sure that the that we're providing ourselves for the, the retirement that we want and that we deserve and that we have earned. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, right, Chris? Absolutely, it does. And that's kind of, you know, when, when companies shifted the the onus of retirement saving from the pensions onto the employees with the 401ks, you know, um, it, A, it, it let people feel like they had a little bit more control, but also when you're tied to the market and the whims of the market, it is a way to feel like you're kind of out of control, honestly. Exactly. And there's a, a really key element to, to, to one of the ways that I've been helping people out. So this is really important. Um, people that are over age 59 and a half, if you're listening right now, you're over 59 and a half, uh, even if you're still working with your current job where your 401k may be, you're more than uh, likely uh, able to roll over either the, the entire 401k or a portion of your 401k into an IRA. There are no taxes when you do that. It's just a rollover. If there's any fees, it, it's typically a um, like a $25 handling fee, so okay. no big deal. And an IRA, why would I, why would I want to do that, Jim? What's wrong with my 401k? Sometimes people ask. So the IRA can, it, it just can allow for vastly more choices mm -hmm. than what's available in your 401k menu. One way to think of it is, you know, speaking of menus, is that, um, you know, a 401k just has the basic amount of choices. It's kind of like that. That, you know, think back to when you were in school, that the cafeteria had some some food there. It was kind of like the basic <laughs> food, uh, maybe provide you with some nutrition, maybe fill you up for the afternoon. Some, but yeah. Some. Um, but when you think about it, there might have been like this really fine Italian restaurant right across the street, you know, with the, the violin playing, the, the rose <laughs> petals on the table, the, the you know, the delicious aroma of garlic and olive oil in the air. So, you know, the, the, that's the kind of differential really between 401ks and IRAs because an IRA could very well have something much more to your liking um, just because of the features that are available in the financial instruments that you can get in an IRA that you cannot get typically in a 401k. Another example is that your the mutual funds within your 401k, they don't offer any protection of your principal if you know if you're linked up to those market related ones and if the market were to go down meanwhile you can get that same you can get that type of protection um, protection against market loss in financial vehicles within an IRA so you can roll money out of the 401k into the IRA and have those features so if you have a couple hundred thousand you know 200,000 300,000 a few hundred thousand even over a million in your 401k or your 403b uh, the one that you have through work. And, and if you're also over 59 and a half, it might make a lot of sense to just carve out a little bit of time. You can get a lot of information in a short amount of time, maybe like even a, 
a 30 minute phone call to get the process started. Um, you know, a call with me, for example, so you can get, uh, the information flowing your way, gather some information, start learning about what choices are available. Um, and these could be very valuable, um, in, in, in terms of protecting your life savings. Um, these are things that are not available in a 401k that you're, that, uh, that you would possibly be uh, eligible to, to roll money out into, um, even if you're still working with the company that you're currently employed with. And a lot of people I speak with didn't even know they had this choice. They said, Jim, no one even ever told me that. I mm -hmm. just speak with the people at Vanguard. They pick a couple of funds, and then I, I hope for the best. Um, so it's really refreshing when people say, oh, I, I didn't know I was, that was even a, a possibility. So once again, my phone number, 610-894-7415. I'd love to get to know your situation a little bit better and uh, love to get some valuable information coming your way. And again, to echo what we said earlier, you know, knowing that there are options out there, uh, being able to self-direct your, your IRA is one thing. Taking action, actually making those steps, exploring those options, that is that is the next part of the situation. It's not to say that you were doing things wrong by contributing to a 401k. And by all means, you know, if there's an employer match, you know, that's that's free money. But you look at these 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 four one k plans, and they're meant to cover you know all the employees at your job. They're they're meant to kind of you know do the best they can with everybody on average, and that is well and good. But you don't want uh, uh, an average retirement. You know you want something that's that's more specific to you. You want that plan that is customized to you. So there's certainly a lot of value. Uh, you know when you become yeah. eligible to to roll that over into a self directed account. You know not have to do that penalty uh, after fifty nine and a half. And, and Jim can explore those options and see what's going to work best for you in the long run. So one more That's time. Right. And you and you would still just to interrupt you, you would still keep uh, your existing 401k in mm -hmm. place and still make the contributions and still get the match on future uh, contributions that you put in. It would just be rolling over a portion mm -hmm. of your existing balance. OK. Yeah. So, again, explore those options, see what's available for you, yeah. how maybe it could work better for you. 610-894-7415. That's the phone number. You can also go to the website at retirereadyfg.com. Well, what is the top reason that people seek financial help? There was a new poll that says it's actually understanding how much they can safely spend in retirement without going broke. Now, for years, there was something called the 4% rule that worked great, which said that, you know, by withdrawing 4% for your financial assets each year, the, they adjusted for inflation, of course, they could adequately fund their retirement. But there's been a lot of talk in the past couple of years that said that this this rule is pretty flawed. What is your stance on this one? Yeah, so a lot of people listening right now might be wondering what what are we, what are they talking about with this four percent rule, uh, Chris? But essentially, it's just a, a a handful of mathematicians. They wanted to give some sort of general guidelines for people who are retiring to give them an idea of how much they they should be withdrawing from their their retirement assets each year. And the four percent rule it was created back in the nineteen nineties mm -hmm. because that's when people actually started uh, retiring with some some actual money. In their 401ks. Yeah. Remember, they, they came out in the in the 80s. People started really using them uh, more so in the 90s. Because remember, before then, um, previous generations of ours, they, they had pensions. That was the thing. That's what people retired off of. Um, so the ups and downs of the stock market, they didn't impact a pension. If the stock market was down 20%, you're still getting that pension check. But then the people in the 1990s, you know, they said, hey, you know, look, I got a couple hundred thousand bucks in this 401k. Or a few hundred thousand, uh, you know, th th they said, all right, now what? What am I supposed to do? Give me some guidelines on how much I can withdraw from this. And uh, what they did is they looked at history and realized, okay, a 4% withdrawal rate got, got people through, you know, 20 or more years of retirement, even through volatile market cycles. Which, okay. You know, in a, in, a, 
in a 20 year period of retirement, you can almost bank that we're going to have volatile market cycles. We're going to have great times. We're going to have lousy times. You need to get through both of those. And the assumption that they made also is that you're going to have a mix of stocks and some and bonds, you know, that, um, you know, not just stocks, of course, and not just bonds. Um, But of course, with any generalized rule of thumb, there's always ways that even if you follow the rules, it could end up in disaster. I mean, what happens if, if you're retired and then something comes up health wise that you need to dip into your your resources more than, you know, a pace of four mm-hmm. percent per year? Um, you know, healthcare doesn't cover everything. We all know that uh, Medicare doesn't either. Um, what happens if the, the market crashes very early in your retirement? You know, you think you're going to be OK. And then the next year out of the blue market crashes. What, what happens if we're in years like this where both stocks and bonds are down? You know, so normally the one goes down, the other goes up. Not this year. Um, what happens in, in, in times where we have higher levels of inflation? We haven't had it in about 40 years, but here we are, 2022. Um, inflation's here to stay for a little while anyway. Um, family members all the time, they need to borrow money. So these are all ways that people spend more than just that little 4% um, target withdrawal rate. Um, go on vacations, big vacations with their family, new car. Uh, these are all things that could really just derail that 4% uh, rule. So you, if you take out, you know, 8% one year, you're not gonna be able to still keep taking 4% for mm-hmm. the rest of your years. Um, a lot of people think we, we need to reduce it down to 3% nowadays, Chris. And that's even even lower than a lot of people have on their minds. A little less for sure. And, you know, most of those things, obviously the, the vacations and, and the cars and things like that, that's stuff that we can control. But, you know, talking about healthcare events and uh, market downturns, those are things that are, are beyond our control. And, and you know, we, we really just can't do anything about that except for grin and bear it unless we have a proper strategy in place. So what is what is the move here? Yeah, I mean, this is just all the more reason to just have a, a portion of our of our life savings dedicated towards paying us that dependable, sustainable monthly income, mm. the, the type that's designed to last the rest of our life, no matter how long we live, uh, no matter what market conditions you know may look like now or, or five years or 10 years from now, we need to have a portion of our money behaving much like the pensions did in previous generations. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth, LLC, a Securities Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retire Ready Financial Group are non-affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators. does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal tax or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative either by phone or in person.